Yeah. So it's been a, it's been a week. It has. It has indeed. Yeah. Well, uh, we got no Jim with us today. He's uh, got soccer practice, so it's just Bill and I. Yep. Back to old school format. Yes. Which which reminds me, uh-huh. I've been doing some thinking. Okay. I think we need a theme song. A theme song. Well, a theme tune, just like a you know, because you got the bass. Uh huh. Just like an old. Well, actually, and then, I, a, and then a welcome to, just kind of like you know, a welcoming, bring people in. <laughs> well, I, I had actually talked to Brad and and uh, Tyler about mm-hmm. using the intro to the Red Shirt Black Shirt album, okay, as like our intro yeah. music. I think as long as you own the copyright, yeah, you know, it's because I don't want to see anything get flagged. That's what I say. If you sit here and just like you know, do a little. But donk bonk bonk on the on the bass like like a little less clay pool. Yeah, it's all about the bass. Like lacquerhead. <laughs> yeah, okay. You want to play lacquerhead? <laughs> oh God, my. You know, how about I just play Winona's Big Brown Beaver? No, no, I was like like lacquerhead. Just the way that that intro is just yeah. so fun. Speaking of less clay pool, yeah, and Primus. Have you watched the South Park 25th anniversary I watched concert? The, some of it. I watched some of it here and there, and I did see that he did the, the theme song with the guys. And Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's, that was pretty cool. But all the, oh, my God, all the guests they freaking got. Uh, I mean, you had the, the guys from Ween out there the whole yeah. time. And, of course, the Primus guys out there the whole time. Yeah. But uh, I, being a Rush freak, uh-huh. I, of course, geeked out yeah. hard when they did Closer to the Heart and had, mm-hmm. you know, Getty and Alex come out. And that, for for uh, Matt Stone, that had to be, like, a, a huge thing because they uh, Trey said they kept it away from him. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. You know, they did the, uh, uh, the Rush animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the Canadian. It, you know, like the, the, the floppy-headed. The poppin' head, yeah. I saw... And as, as as it was coming up, I, I you, know, you you click on one video, yeah, they all come up, yeah. But it's like, yeah, I, I saw, I, well, I watched it. I thought, that that was pretty fun watching Primus do the, do the shit. Yeah, um, like they did the original version of the theme song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was great. <clears throat> and then they did um, like the newer version where it's got that weird slide bass type yeah. thing. Did you see that? I saw him playing it. I didn't see it up close, though. It's like a. It's almost like a fucking washtub bass. Okay. With a a break on it, like a handbrake. Damn. That changes the pitch and then stops. Yeah. It. It's really fucking neat. But it's Colonel Claypool. So he's, a, he's an innovator. Oh, so so good, so good. Yeah, and and, and bass players. I mean, he's top two. Yeah. Two top two. Yeah. And it's interchangeable depending on what you're in the mood for. Yeah. Uh, him or Getty. Uh, Lemmy. Nah, him or Getty. I, I mean, I love damn, Lemmy. Damn. I love Lemmy. I love Motorhead. But <laughs> from a pure <laughs> a, a technical standpoint, for me, it's Getty Lee and Les Claypool. Okay. Well. Now, for pure enjoyment purposes, then it's going to depend on my mood. Yeah. Or the guy from Manville. What I don't I'm even sorry. fucking. I'm sorry. I mean, I apologize for that. Yeah, yeah, you should. Um, I was but, I was on a forum earlier, and they said Nickelback's new album was coming out, so the whole thread was Nickelback bashing. 
And I just put, listen, if anybody here really thinks Nickelback is bad, go listen to Anvil. Yeah. Yeah, the wor- worst Canadian band ever. Oh. I mean, hand, hands down worst Canadian band no, ever. I think worst American. I mean, I don't care what North, country. North American it band, It doesn't matter yeah. what country they're from. They are just, I mean, there are garage bands that have just started today. That are better. That are better than Anvil. Yeah. Yeah, Anvil's fucking terrible. Shit, now that we're on this bass player thing, uh, like a lot of a lot of bass players, um, I, I agree with you. It depends on my mood. Yeah. What bass player I oh, want to yeah, listen to. It is to. always a mood thing. Because, you know, there's, there's a lot of days where I'm going to want to listen to Motorhead. Mm-hmm. And you thank, once again, thank you for the <laughs> wonderful Lemmy Funko Pop. I'm a huge Lemmy fan. I'm a huge Motorhead fan. Um, it's never a bad time to listen to Motorhead. Never. Um, there's days I just want to. I just want to get my prog on, and I'll listen to nothing but Rush. Mm-hmm. You know, and listen to Getty Lee or John Myung from Dream Theater or Les Claypool. Yeah. You know, guys like that or Carl Caden James, uh, Caden James from Shadow Gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Shadow Gallery, real good friends of mine. Um, I've known those guys since I was kid. A kid. Um, they actually started a podcast. Nice. Yes. Um, you can find them on Spotify or anywhere else that you find uh, find uh, podcasts. Mm-hmm. And they're talking all about the, you know, the history of Shadow Gallery, mm-hmm. okay. which is a band that should have been way huger than they, sh- than they ever were. Um, fantastic progressive metal band. If you're into prog or just really good metal, give Shadow Gallery a listen. Um, Digital Ghost is a great record. Room 5, Tyranny. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong with Shadow Gallery, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, I, that's, you know, one man's yeah. thought. I have found... I don't, know, I don't know if it's brand new, but it's newer to me. Okay. It's called... And maybe you've heard The Hue? The Hue, yes. Yeah. Mongolian folk metal. Love it. Holy shit. Love it. It is goddamn amazing. Those guys are cool. Uh, like, I've heard, like, did you hear their version of Sad But True? Yes! It is fucking awesome! Yes! It's it's like traditional Mongolian folk instruments. Yeah. Heavy metal instrumentation. And, you know, like Mongolian throat That singing. thing with the throat. Yes. Damn! It's fucking cool. It's, it's, it's so different and so out there that it's like, it's almost replacing the Scandinavian metal for me. It really is. It's it it's it's out there, man. It's it's cool shit. Yeah, it comes on like there's two songs when they come on. It's when Black Thunder by Hugh comes on, uh-huh. or um, the Ghost song uh, called Little Sunshine. Yes, when those two songs come on at work, I stop what I'm doing, uh-huh. turn up the volume a little bit, and I'll get back to work when the songs are over. Yeah, I I hear that. You know, just give me just give me a few minutes to just listen to the songs because I love both of those so much. They're like they become my favorite songs. Yeah, "Call Me Little Sunshine" is such a great song. Oh, it's, it's so, I mean, the whole new Ghost album is just fantastic. Yes, and I even even twenties um, grew on me. Yeah, I didn't really care for that one, but the more I hear it, of course, it just grows on you. Okay, we like twenties. Yeah, it's a good song, <laughs> and f- a great live band. Yep. I was uh, speaking here since we're on the bass player train. <laughs> um, Lamb of God's going out on tour again. Right. Okay. For their new uh, cover, you know, to tour for their new record omens. Okay. Um, 
And I saw that they're offering limited edition VIP upgrades. Oh. Yeah. Um, there's one, uh, like they're doing, uh, Mark Morton, one of the guitar players is doing one where you get a stage played guitar and a one-on-one meet and greet. Damn. Yeah. Um, that's like 1200 bucks. Mm-hmm. Willie Adler is doing the same thing. His is like 1100 bucks. Okay. Now, John Campbell, the bass player for Lamb of God is upping the ante. You get a limited edition JC4 ESP uh John uh signature bass. Yeah. Okay. You get his signature bass, a one-on-one meet and greet with him, and there's only one of these available for each show. Okay? One-on-one meet and greet with him. A uh, bunch of swag and a thirty-minute private bass lesson. Damn! With John Campbell. In in thirty minutes, you could probably teach me how to play an E chord. He, he I, I in <laughs> that, thirty in thirty in, minutes. That's what I would get in thirty minutes with the man. In thirty minutes, I could probably get through the first, <laughs> the first part of "Walk with Me in Hell." And, and I, you, I love me some Lamb of God. And I would love to do this if I had like oh. a ton of disposable income. I know it's, it's sometimes it's Dude, like you just you just uh. it's twenty one hundred bucks plus the plus your ticket. Damn! Oh, plus the ticket. Yeah, plus your ticket. It's twenty one hundred bucks plus your ticket. If I had you know a bunch of disposable income, mm. I'd be doing it at Camden. Can we can we start selling crack or something? Can we start? The, what the, about hose? It's near on the crackish bay. Yeah, we could pimp hose. <laughs> we'd be pimping hose nationwide. Yeah, I just, I sadly, I, I, I watched. I was watching. Yeah, this is how like flighty my mind gets. I'm watching an interview uh, with Triple H, uh-huh. and they asked the interview question. Said, "Hey, what was one of the most messed up kind of matches you ever had?" Uh huh. Right, and he said, "Oh, you, you want a list, uh, you know?" But he said, "SummerSlam with Kurt Angle and The Rock." Yes. And Kurt Angle, I guess, got really knocked the hell out. Yeah. And Triple H basically kind of had to, you know, do the spots for. He was like explaining the whole thing. So like, I gotta see this. It was two thousand. Uh huh. I'm watching the match. I say, yeah, I can see he got his bell rung. Yeah. But he, Kurt Angle, still kind of was able to hold his own. But they, but but Triple H was talking about communicating with Earl Hebner and The Rock and making sure everybody knew what was going on. And let me tell you. Even knowing they were doing that, I could not see when it was even happening. Well, that's, I mean, for for all the shit that Triple H has gotten over the years, some of it rightful, some of it mm-hmm. not, for all the shit that Hunter's gotten over the years, the man knows the business, and he mm-hmm. knows the fucking game. Yeah. And he never, I can't say never, but very rarely has he gone out and done something to make the wrestling business look bad. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and people talk about him burying talent. No, he 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 got himself over. Let's put let's yeah. make no mistake about that. He got himself over, but he also got other people over. Oh, yeah. And put other people over. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a cliche and it's something that, you know, that Hunter used for years as part of the authority storyline to what's best for business. Mm-hmm. And right now with Hunter taking over the creative reins for WWE, you're seeing a lot of what's best for business happening. Yeah. They're actually using the term wrestler. Yeah. 
I was I was kind of shocked at that. Yeah, they 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 took that off the band list. Yeah. Um, another thing I, I was happy to see is they brought back Carrie and Cross. Okay. Uh, they brought him back, with letting him. Well, I mean, they fucking just they killed him when they brought him up to the main roster. Mm. They should have just left him alone, like you know, left him do what he was doing in NXT, but bring him up to the main roster. Now that's what they're doing. Now that Vince is out of the way mm. and Hunter, because Carrie and Cross is a he's a Triple H guy. Yeah. He's one of Triple H's guys. Um, bringing him back, bringing back Dexter Loomis, Dexter Loomis. Now the thing they, they've been doing with him is, uh, you know, the, Oh, he doesn't work here. Cause he legitimately was released. Honestly, I saw when I saw what happened during the, that one, Ryan was watching it and the guy jumps in and like got swarmed. Yeah. And I, and then they just really wouldn't mention it anymore. Yeah. They, they just, and it's like, yeah, well that's, Somebody legit jumped. I mean, obviously, but they played that so well. Yeah. But of course, not me not being as much of a fan as people online, they really are as Loomis. You know, it's like, yeah. okay, well, but they played it. The be- It wasn't the fan that normally just like Tory Wilson yeah. jumping in and, oh, it's okay. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean the way they the way they've been building up this Dexter Loomis thing is great. And mm-hmm. this past Monday, they upped it. Um uh, it was a tag match between Tommaso Ciampa, who they're finally using properly, yep. and The Miz against uh, AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley. Okay. Dexter Loomis jumps the fucking rail. That's what I was talking. Talking, yeah. In like he's in a uh, he's in a like the, the no the riot gear. Well, it looked like just a hoodie. No, he had the riot gear on this oh. time. Oh, and he did it again. He yeah he kidnapped Miz and drug him up the aisle. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it was the second time he did that. Yeah. He kidnapped Miz in the middle kidnapped, of the match and drug him up the aisle. It was great. Kidnapped Miz. Uh, they brought back Johnny Gargano. I don't remember him. He was on NXT. All right. Uh, another, another fantastic fantastic wrestler. Another one of Triple H's guys. But did you happen to watch any of AEW on Wednesday? No. Well, earlier this summer, CM Punk won the AEW world title. All right. And he got injured. He broke his foot, stay, uh, you know, d- jumping into the crowd. Oh. Well, he came back and he was supposed to have a, well, they, uh, they put the interim title. They did an interim title thing, put it on John Moxley. All right. So what they were supposed to be doing was Punk versus Moxley coming up at the pay-per-view at All Out. Okay. Well, last night, they decided, uh, well, last week they decided that they were going to have the title unification match on free TV. All right. Last night. Four minutes. John Moxley squashes CM Punk. Okay. Now, is Punk taking his ball and going home again? See, I've got to hear myself, Andy, in my brain. Wait for the full storyline to come out. Well, let's kind of see what happens. They, they the the way they did it was, and it was kind of fucky. Punk hit a uh, roundhouse kick, right? But he hits the kick with his right foot, but sells his left foot as being injured. Okay. Uh, Maybe what, he forgot. I don't know. But two paradigm shifts later, 
John Moxley is the undisputed AEW champion. Now, what are we doing at the pay-per-view in, in a week? Hmm. There's only one thing you could do to make it make any sense or to make it bigger than anything. And that's MJF is coming back. Okay. It's the only thing that makes sense. Well, let's have to see. Yeah, things have been a bit hectic at my house. Yeah. Uh, the electrical started this week. Yeah. Uh, half my house is without power right now. Fun, fun. Yep. And uh, and I have, uh, I have my own toe injury. Yes. Yes. You, you sent pictures of that. Yep. I... I stepped on a suitcase and sliced my big toe. How did... Wait, 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 wait. Good, say it. Let's unpack this. Yes, let's unpack this. <laughs> let's unpack this. Uh, where, where where, was said suitcase that in, you stepped in the, on? In the bedroom. Okay. It was an old-timey suitcase with the metal latches on it. Okay. It's the one that I keep all my Renfair garb in. Okay. Okay, after uh, I, I, I was... Okay, for Music Fest... This is how weird the story. For Music Fest, we were taking our Music Fest tankards. Uh-huh. And I have tankard straps. So we took those, and those were in my Renfair suitcase. So I opened it up, got the tankard straps, put them on, and just left the suitcase open. It was sitting by the floor. Right. Fast. Now, of course, me being, you know, oh, who needs to put shit away? Because Music Fest was weeks ago. Well, in the bedroom, they had to move all the furniture around to get the outlets in. Yeah. And to cut the holes and do everything they did. They moved everything to one side of the room. So Lisa, her side of the bed was totally inaccessible. So she asked me, could you please go upstairs and just move the stuff back so I can get in the bed tonight? I said, okay. So I moved the bed over. And as I'm walking down the side of the bed, I overstepped. I tripped. I clumsied myself. I don't know. And my foot came right down on the metal latch. Ouch. And... It hurt. So I went downstairs and I just sat on, on the chair and I was waiting for the throbbing to go away. It was it was like akin to stepping on a Lego. Yeah. The soft, fleshy parts. And it hurts. Yes. Didn't think anything was wrong. Later on, I hobble upstairs to the bathroom and I looked down at my foot. And my sock is all bloody. Jesus Christ. So I took that off and I tore up the big toe, the skin, and it's it's the, the fleshy part in between. It's all... So I'm gauzing all that up and from limping and trying not to put weight on it now my calf hurts you know having having a big toe injury fucks your whole balance up <laughs> doesn't it doesn't yeah. it and I was making a joke to Jim that you're next yeah and we're gonna change the name of the podcast to otoe.notthem yeah <laughs> yeah so, and then of course I got my vehicle dropped off at his workplace uh huh and I said, listen, guys, I actually told his workmates this. I said, listen, guys, if you guys could do me all a big favor and somehow injure Jim's toe today. Yeah. <laughs> so, Just drop a hammer on it. Yeah. And they all kind of like, and you know what? They seem to be into it. And that, which was a funny part. And I said, no, no, guy, don't, don't do that. Cause God, if he injures his toe, he's going to blame me. Yes. <laughs> These things happen in threes though. Yeah. So he's at soccer practice tonight. I hope nothing happens when he's kicking a goal or something. <laughs> uh, that, that, that'd be terrible. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I have to break out. A, I have to break out a gunnery sergeant Hartman. Yes, that would break my fucking heart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jesus H. Christ. So, but he's been giving us no injury updates on our, our text messages. Yeah. Like, it's like, still no injury. Oh, it's got to happen, man. You're tempted fate. That's right. He, by telling us it's not happening, he is definitely fucking with fate. Yeah. <laughs> Oto, not them. <laughs> oh, uh. Yes, it's... it's I, I said, these things happen in threes, man. I just, oh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. yeah. But I got home today, and I have no, we have no power in the bedroom, in our bedroom. Oh, everybody else's bedroom, power galore. Now, I'm not blaming the electricians. I, it's a, it's a big, it's, we're rewiring my entire house. Yeah. So there's messes, there's things, and they're doing a, they are doing a stand-up job. I got to say this, and. You know, if I ever, you know, accidentally give their names because I'm talking about them, I want to make sure I am not going to bash these guys at all. Yeah. You know, but it, it, it's just, it's like, man, it's just like when you don't have no kitchen and power in the kitchen, no power in, well, in on the lights, um, in the dining room and the bed, our bedroom. Right. So it's like, it's what they're, and they're going to finish that tomorrow. Nice. They're going to come in. Everything's going to get power. Uh, we still got the bait. They got the basement to do. They got the panel to do. It's still a lot of work, but it's like, man, it is just, I, I want, my, my house is chaos. It looks like a halfway between you just moved in uh-huh. and a hoarder. Because everything is like piled in the middle of the room. Yeah. But my game cabinet, Lisa said to him, said, that's bolted to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a receptacle on both sides of it. Nice. <laughs> nice. But you said it uh, should take about... Uh, they said it was going to be about a week. They said, no, three weeks. Oh. It's going to take, well, 15 days. Uh-huh. And they only work Monday through Friday. And they're going to be off Labor Day. But the house is almost finished. Yeah. Upstairs. The living room is done. Uh-huh. The dining room is, need the, the lights yet. Uh, the kids' rooms are done. The bathroom's done. Uh, our bedroom needs the light, the upper light done. The attic's uh-huh. done. And then it's the basement and uh, the outside wiring. There can't be two more weeks of this. Nice. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to complain if they get done early. Obviously, because I just want to. Oh, I just want to just get my house back. Yeah. Crawling over things. Tomorrow's going to be a bitch getting up. I got to use the iPhone. Okay. Well, there's no par. Oh, for your alarm. Yeah. The, uh, there's no no power in the bedroom at all because our lights and our outlets were the same switch. Yeah. So. Oh, 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 it is for shame. I have to use my phone as an it's alarm. So, it's as first world as first world can get. Exactly. And oh, oh, my huge home. I have no power in this one room. I know. <laughs> I know. You yes. Don't, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't you complain about that. I know. You, first world problems. Yeah, well, I'm trying. I'm in the kitchen. I'm trying to pour my drink in the kitchen. And I poured it twice because I forgot I poured it the first time. Because I couldn't see it. That's just fucking dumb. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So last night, I uh, was sitting here and uh, I I took a little I took a little field trip last, uh, last, last night. Ooh. I went down to uh, the haunted house. Okay. Because they were down there working. And I was bored, and I figured I'll go down and say hello, show my face. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give working at the haunt a shot this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it, see how it goes. Okay. Uh, for, you know, from my normal acting standpoint, 
And if it's too much, then I play a support role for the year. All right. Out front. But I will definitely be at the I will definitely be at the Halls of Horror. Um I the only year I've missed is the year we didn't open. Well, that's good. Yeah, but you got you got like a month yet to go. Yeah. Yep. And uh I I went out with I went out to work with Randy today. So got you know I've been uh that's twice now I've I've actually gone out with him. All right. Uh since I'm feeling better, you know, my 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 strength is coming back, my stamina is coming back. We're getting there, buddy. Hey, that's all. That's all we can all add that because you know, yeah, the world needs people like you. Ah, well, there are those that would argue that point, but they're wrong. Then aren't they? <laughs> they would be wrong. Yes. They would be wrong. <laughs> Think of how boring your life would be without me. See, that's the way it has to be. Exactly. I can't. I I, pro, I provide a service. Yeah. I mean that it's that it's a wonderful life angel. Holy shit! I couldn't imagine. Oh, if Charlie came to see me. Yeah. If what was what shit around? You know, I mean, it's without without Eric gracing us with his presence. Jesus Christ! This is not. This is in no way tooting my own horn. Or trying to put myself on any sort of pedestal. But, and actually I'll throw this both ways. Mm-hmm. Our lives would be vastly different oh. were it not for each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, vastly mm-hmm. fucking different. And I, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it sounds like, bu- like bullshit and a cliche and I'm like, I'm blowing smoke up your ass, but I'm. I, I'm a better person having you know having you in my in my life, and I really am. I really mean that. I'm not crying. It's dusty because <laughs> uh, uh, there there are there are a few people that I count on. You know, in that circle mm-hmm. that I'm better off having known. Mark Carrazzo was one of them. Mm-hmm. You're one of them. Very few people. Because, um, I, and a, a lot of, with a, a lot of the reason that I'm better off knowing you comes from st- something stupid I fucking did. Which, which one? Well, the, the New Year's Eve party at your, oh, at your house on Lehigh. Yeah, but we knew each other for a decade before that. Well, I know <laughs> that, but like... I know that, but you know, the, that night I, Help me see the error of my mm. ways uh, uh, for being, you know, a fucking asshole. I mean, I I just think you, you've you enriched my life. I don't know that where I would have been without, like, just, you know, introducing me to heavy metal. Yeah. British comedy. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I definitely would not be the same person at all. And I don't think I would enjoy who I might have been. Because that's where I get all of my humor and just fun from. Yeah, uh, I mean our 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 paths would have turned out drastically fucking different mm-hmm. without each other. Yep, it, I I probably I might even <laughs> who who knows where I would have been at this point. Yeah, I mean, and and you can't discount a thirty plus year friendship. Yeah, and it always seemed like you. You of all people. I mean, I was actually talking about this stuff like recently online in one of those weird ask Reddit threads, which I tend to be so honest about. Yeah. And it's just one of those like, you know, 
there's there is so few people that I can just stop everything and see and talk to, and they're not gonna push me away. No, they're not gonna they're they're gonna make time and not excuses. No, and I I I learned I I learned not to do that. You know, not to make excuses, to make time. Mm-hmm. You know, because you never because tomorrow is not promised. Yeah. Tomorrow is not promised. And <clears throat> if it's important and if the person is important, you'll carve out some time. Yeah. You know, uh, like Jim texted today that he's not going to be here. Yeah. You know, we could have just easy, as easily said, you know, nah, nah, fuck it. We'll wait. Nah, I felt let's do it. You know? Yeah. And, and I then Jim would wanted that, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we don't, you know, don't value Jim. Yeah. And we don't, it's not like we don't want Jim here. We do. We wouldn't have, I mean, we had him, we brought Jim in with the 90s music stuff. Yeah. And we figured out, I mean, he was he was a friend of ours to begin with, but we figured out that that third voice is actually pretty valuable. And fun. And fun. Especially when he's never heard of the young ones. Yes. And it's like, I don't, and you know, I don't loan any of my shit out. Right. I loan to my young ones disc. Watch, just watch. Yes. And enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> and now he finally gets a lot of the things we talk yeah. about. His, his, his Rosetta Stone. Yep. It, <laughs> it, the, the young ones, every stupid episode. It's That was his Rosetta Stone yep. for... For a lot of the inside baseball yep. that you and I talk, you know, I mean, he's seen, of course, he's seen the Monty Python. Yeah. But the young ones is, you know, something completely different. You know, that's another piece of the Rosetta Stone we need to, we need to hip Jim to. Oh my God. All the, uh, the listen with Nico stuff. I have all that, so I, I should be able to digitize that for him. Yes. I mean, if nothing more, a mission for Mary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, I still remember. I just, that still tickles me pink. I'm not saying he fucking meant to. <laughs> He's a proud geezer. You know, I think... I I'm pretty sure I was at that you show. Were. That was yep. They said there was the Peace of Mind tour. Yep. The the Iron uh, the Peace of Mind tour at the Allentown Fairgrounds. Yep. That was my first concert. I was eight fucking years old. My mom took me to see Maiden. It was Maiden, Fastway, and Coney Hatch. Oh my god, that's awesome. I mean, just it's it's so and all of them is like he talks about all the the different. You hearing the hissing now? Yeah, that's. Oh, that's. It's pissing down now. <laughs> yeah. It's just pissing. Yeah. Like, now I'm hearing things. No, but yeah, I, I um, he goes when he all the all the stuff with Nico. He talks about what they're going to talk about and all the yeah the songs are going to do and where they are. And he's God. He's such a fun guy. He's a great storyteller. Yeah, great storyteller. Um, I I've kind of been looking a little bit to see if I can find the original. Uh, first 10 years CD box set mm. but it's pretty spendy everything like that is anymore finding it like trying to find it on eBay yeah oh yeah it's everybody knows what they got the only way you're gonna find something like that is in a basement of someone who doesn't know what they have yeah of you know someone who you know somebody moved out and moved in but now everybody price checks everything oh yeah you know? I mean if I go up in my attic 
and I'm sure you could do the same thing in your attic or your basement. I have, um, I have Metallica's Live Shit Binge and Purge. Uh, well, I bought that. I bought that when I was in AIT when I was in Georgia when I was stationed in Georgia. I bought it because that's when it came out. I have that upstairs. I know for sure. I have uh, Operation Live Crime. Mm-hmm. You know, Queensryche's Operation Live Crime. To this day, one of my favorite live albums ever. It's just so fucking good. Um, but then again, Mind Crime is my favorite Queensryche album. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? I have the big uh, Slayer box set. Right. That's like an ammo can. Yeah. I can't remember what the name of it is. It's not that. It's not Decade of Aggression. That was just a double live. Um, oh, oh, soundtrack to the apocalypse. Okay, I have that. I have the Misfits coffin box. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, I got a bunch. Yeah. I got Aerosmith. I have Aerosmith's uh, box of fire. No, not box Pandora's of fire. Box. I have Pandora's box. Yep, I have that. Um, I actually have a Rocky Horror Picture Show oh. box set. The original Broadway cast, or not Broadway cast, but like the original, um, like play. Yeah, it's it's still got you know it's still got meatloaf mm-hmm. and uh, and oh god what the uh, the hell was his name that played riffraff and wrote the goddamn thing Richard O'Brien. Yep, Richard O'Brien. Ritz. Yeah, I I have that somewhere. You forgot, Mister O'Brien. <laughs> 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 oh god i love rocky horror I, I need to watch that again i just uh recently watched again for the sequel oh god shock treatment oh you know what it grows on you it fucking grows on you it's awesome the i didn't know that the guy that plays the game show host in it is dame edna yeah i laugh my ass off just like oh yeah it's like oh my god it's so bad it's so terrible but God damn, somehow it's catchy in weird ways. Well, I mean, if you look at it from an objective point of view, Rocky Horror is terrible. See, I, that just like, I, I was hooked on that one like the first time I went oh, to yeah. see it. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. I mean, and if you've never had, if you've never had like a true audience participation, mm-hmm. Rocky Horror experience, you're missing out. I miss I miss the cinema at the Lehigh Valley Mall with the midnight movies. Yeah, you know, I I know it sounds like I think I still think this Gen X. I think we, I, I seriously think we were the last fun generation. Yeah, the the last fun that just knew how to have fun in in, in with people. Yeah, you know, it's like and and I know yeah maybe that sounds old, but we just they you know, oh you go to an MMO online and all this and. It's like, yeah, we actually went out and sat on the hoods of our cars and, yeah, you know, in parking lots. Yeah. You know, it's like, and you didn't know what you were going to do, you know, at nine o'clock at night at three o'clock in the afternoon, but you all knew where you were going to be. Right. <laughs> Somehow. Right. The universe got together for you. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, like you and I and the the people we hung out with. In our area, we knew we were going to be at Bouncing Billiards. Yep. Or Haja. Yeah, right, right next door. You know, we were going to be... Ar- arguing over whatever silly music was just coming... Did, did you see the new video? Yes. Or, you know, yeah, World Premiere Videos was a thing. And it's like, look whose album just came out. Yeah, I picked it up. And what do you think of it? And Sitting on the hood of your black fucking LTD. 
Well, no, it would have been the it would have been the Eagle then. Yeah, it was the Eagle. And it, it was uh, the Fairmont. Okay, the Fairmont. Okay, yeah. That was that was, to... that was black uh, on the paint and underneath because all the oil spill. Yes, that that was I could that thing was worse than the Valdez. I'm telling you, it was fucking. <laughs> I left a trail. Total loss oil. Uh, total oh, loss oil system. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean we any for any Friday or Saturday mm-hmm. night, you could guarantee you were gonna find us. Yep, just just hanging out. And, yep. Having a bullshit session. Then we'll go in, maybe play some pool, play some jokers on the, the pinball. Yeah. Quiet. We are playing. <laughs> I love that. I love that pinball machine. Uh, and then they had Mortal Kombat or no, they had Street Fighter. They had Street Fighter. They had Street Fighter there because you can guarantee someone was up there. And if they goddamn played Chun-Li, ah, you fucking rookie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I played a lot of Chun-Li. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> You know, you know what? It's sadly missing from this area is a place for the for the younger generation to congregate. You know, for the youth, for the chi- for the kids. That's right. We'll tell Thatcher we have a bomb. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't. You know what? That's the thing, though. I think it would be wasted anymore because everybody is so used to doing everything online. Yeah, and that's where their communities are. Yeah, that's where Val's community is. I mean, she talks Randy too. She talks with all of her friends on Discord. All they do is just have an open mic all night long and just talk together. That's that, and that's okay. That's what they do. See, that's what Randy does too. And of course, you know. But the difference is, see, my dad or mom would not come down to bouncing billiards and say, "Clean your room." <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, whereas if I hear she's on with her friends, I like to pop in real quick and say something dumb before she has a chance to mute. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Randy, Randy does the same thing with his with his buddies. You know, he's got uh, he's got a bunch of bunch of friends mm-hmm. that are scattered throughout the country. Yeah, some guys in Texas, some guys in New York, Georgia, Maryland, and he's taken trips to meet them. They like they've done meetups in Georgia. Yeah. Um, they've done meetups in Georgia. They just did one in Maryland. October, they're supposed to, uh, his buddies are supposed to be coming up here. Okay. So I'm going to get to meet some of Randy's friends. I'm going to be, uh, get to meet like, uh, I think Shrey and Spark and Jacoby and, you know, just a bunch of Randy's buddies that I know by name, but I've never met. And they're all, they all met through, through the, the online world. Yeah, all of Val's friends just know me from the massive amount of games. Yeah, because she'll take pictures of the of the the wall. Yeah, and like send it, and it, that's that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's like... yeah. Uh, I mean, Randy Randy's friends all know who I am, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but we are, yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, you know, we were talking about that today. He like his buddies are planning to come here. In October to do a meetup here, are they going to do the halls? I told I I told Randy I said let him know you know let him know that that it's a you know what's going on and let me know and I can get him the hookup mm. you know I can get him the I can get him the hookup. Um, I I would love to I would love to you know scare the fuck out of Randy's friends. You know, it'd be a good character for for. Uh... What? For that, for the, I'm thinking honestly, 
Someone like uh, with the intensity of Big Papa Pump. Oh, Jesus. Just, <laughs> just, just, he, just, just Scott Steiner doing a promo in your face. Yeah, do it. The math promo. <laughs> Any promo with Scott Steiner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to do. I, I don't think I'll be able to, you know, do my normal intensity. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to try to do something. As far as you know, an acting standpoint at at the halls of horror this year. If not, you know, I, you can always do the guillotine bit. I could, because right, you probably wouldn't even have to get up. You just have to sk- have that and then have that person in their little halls of horror. Please, please, God, this isn't an act. Please, please God, please, shump, <laughs> blood spurt. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I don't, I don't know. I was down, like I said, I was down last night uh, getting some of the. Getting you know the build put together. We're putting the final. They're they're putting the final finishing touches on things, mm. and you know this is the first year I haven't been involved in build. Oh, because of yeah, you know all the shit I went through. It's it sucks. I miss it. Oh yeah, it's you do something that long. But. Yeah, and it, it it's it's usually a core group of us. It's you know the same same people. <laughs> it's you know of course Chuck and Earl mm-hmm. and Jason Tyler. Mariah, Peyton. Peyton, does she bring her Motley Crue stuff? <laughs> well, she like she actually like uh, when she saw me uh, she, uh, last night. She like did the whole rubbing her eyes. Is it really you? Kind of oh. thing. That's the. She, she's. Uh, I was good at school. <laughs> yeah, I love Peyton to death. Peyton, I really do. Peyton was awesome. I I hope one day we can re. I'd like to say we could revisit the Motley Crue thing. But maybe a truncated version. Yeah. And uh, just have her down. Yeah. Or do we could do the trivia again. We, we oh, I'll, I'll make sure I give you guys the answers ahead of time. So God forbid you don't know shit. No, I don't want to know. I don't want the answers ahead of time. All right. I'll still beat, I'll still beat Jim and fucking Peyton. Well, Peyton was, because Peyton just knew, if I don't answer, I won't go in the negative like Jim. Yeah, well, hey, I'll give Jim credit. At least he tried. It's like that. It's like that Simpsons episode. I want to give him a cake. Says you tried. You know <laughs> that's awesome. Well, maybe I could put I put you know another trivia thing together now that we got the mic situation figured out. Yeah, you know ain't gonna fuck that part up. Yeah, and uh, you know the whole the new mixer mm-hmm. deal and yeah, and maybe I could even do it with a computer. Maybe you know, and then spreadsheet and give you the question and then of course and of course have you guys argue that's not true <laughs> i never argue oh god you guys are i wish i can't i wish we had recording at least a snippet of, of how bad it was going with you guys oh my my god like every question was a bitch and a moan i don't know that that's why it's a fucking quiz yeah well when it, it's <laughs> when it's the most obscure shit oh bullshit it's obscure it's only obscure if you don't know it it's obscure. No. Yes. That's what trivia is. You know what? It's not Jeopardy general fucking knowledge. Well, yeah. You know? It should be. It's like you get up there. It's like you, know, you guys are like Cliff Clavey. Oh, well, what do uh, Prince, Jimi Hendrix, and Tom Rell have in common? They've never been in my kitchen. <laughs> it's, it's, He's not wrong. Yeah, but you can't. That's not the right answer. <laughs> 
How is it not a right answer? Okay, no, I'm not going to get into this argument with you because, God damn it, I'm just giving you ammo. <laughs> How is it not a right answer? <laughs> well, Tom Morello has been in my kitchen. He's, I, I listen to faithfully. Yeah, fucking commie. What do you mean? Tom Morello's a commie. He is, uh, so what? <laughs> it's You can't hear political in music. <laughs> what? Wait, 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 what? Rage with the Machine? No, no. Yeah, but I mean, all of their titles were just, they were metaphors of like other things. No, 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 no. Bulls on Parade was about basketball. No. (laughs) No. It was about after they won the championship. No, And they were going down the streets of Chicago. No, no, no. Those are the Bulls on Parade. No, 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 no. No, that had nothing to do with Scottie Pippen and Michael uh, Jordan. And no, no, the fuck you, I won't do what you told me. That's obviously Dennis Rodman. No, 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 no. See? No. Oh, you see, I got the wheels turning, man. You don't know. <laughs> I'm in your brain and you're thinking it, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, because some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Because every cop is bad. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, no, fuck, <laughs> fuck those socialists. Okay. Fucking poser socialists. They're not real socialists. It's catchy, though. <laughs> it's it's very catchy. But they're poser socialists. But it's okay, fine. But it's catchy. It's catchy music. That's, no, that's no, all. it's not. It's it is. No, it's not. You can't stop but tap your toes. I can. You know, at some of their other hits. I can. Okay, I. Why do I bring up Tom Morello? Do I do it because I know it's going to upset you? It's not upsetting Probably. me. Probably. <laughs> it's not upsetting me, though. That's the thing. It's just... <laughs> I, I, I have this wonderful ability. I extend my finger and I go, skip. All right. Well, you know. Fuck you. I won't listen to your bullshit. All right. I'm not, no, no, no. I'm not saying you. I know what you're saying. You were pointing to me. You were pointing to, like, when when... CD players had skip on them, and you can actually skip tracks. Right. Well, I can still do that on Spotify. Well, I can't do that on Pandora. I can. If I'm listening, I'm listening. No, well, because you're cheap and won't pay for it. I do pay. Wait. No, wait. Hold on. At, at Sirius XM, I can skip on Pandora. My bad. <laughs> okay. Sirius XM, I'll give you. Yeah, but I do thumbs down. I did have to thumbs down like Johnny Cash, Bon Jovi, and Def Leppard, and. I'm just You can't thumbs down Johnny Cash. I had to thumbs down Johnny Cash. No. He's on every damn station. I don't know. And there's how... nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there is, because look, I don't care for Johnny Cash. You are a commie. I'm not a commie. I don't believe everybody should have equal shit. Damn. It's I I you know, I don't I never believe that. There are some people that don't deserve shit. There is. Right. You know? But, you know, so I'm not a commie. You know, I don't know what level of social capital anarchoism that is, but it's like there are certain people that, you know, like like the people when you go to a store, right? Uh-huh. They have, this happened today. She had three separate orders at Wawa. Okay. Right? So she paid three separate times. Okay. Bitch, back of the fucking line. Okay? You fucking pay for one, get the fuck to the back of the line. You're getting aggressive. That kind of shit upsets me. <laughs> me too, to be honest. Uh, you know, since we're we're kind of down this rabbit hole, 
about like fake socialists. <laughs> fake socialists. Randy and I were listening to a podcast, uh, not a podcast, but a uh, like a the the audio of a YouTube stream. Okay. Okay. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. It's a British streamer, and he's talking about uh, this guy Hassan. All right. Uh, Hassan, I can't remember his last name. He's a, another well-known streamer, socialist, uh, you know, good leftist. Um, his uncle is Cenk Younger All right. of the Young Turks. Okay. Okay. Now, um, they're, this the British streamer is ripping Hassan apart All right. for being a bullshit socialist, for being a fucking fake leftist. Okay. For uh for flaunt for his cons- for flaunting his conspicuous consumption, All right? You know, basically flaunting his wealth. Okay. And this guy, let's be uh, like he his one of his things is he wouldn't be where he is doing what he does with the platform he has if it wasn't for his uncle, for Chank Younger. Well, probably. Yeah, I mean, nepotism. It's real. I mean, I mean, a Chank Younger is proven to be a fucking fraud as well. Because, you know, you know, one of the big things about about socialism and, you know, leftism and one of the things that the ideals that they embrace is the workers controlling the means of production and unionization and labor, you know, you know, power of labor. All right. The Young Turks staff tried to unionize. Okay. Chenk shut that shit down. Okay. I... So a union is a left thing. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I, yeah. It's 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 a it's a very quote unquote progressive leftist thing. Okay. Labor labor relations and unions and you know things like that. Well, now the the one that they were bitching about Hassan for, he went to Coachella. Okay. Ah. Ultimate fucking hipster. Yeah. Hipster, super, super expensive. Oh, I thought it was a hippie fest. No, no. It might be a hippie fest, but it's fucking incredibly expensive. Oh, damn it. Like, tickets to Coachella are ridiculous. Well, it wasn't enough that he went to Coachella. He went on, like, an artist pass. Yeah. Okay? He was, like, uh, like, a, a, like on this, like, super high-end deal. Okay. And they flamed him. Because he went out and bought a Gucci shirt. All right. Okay. Like a really, really expensive Gucci shirt to go to Coachella and yeah. flaunt. Basically, to flaunt his wealth. Oh, yeah. Something that the leftists should not be doing. Yeah. Well, that's... Because capitalism bad. Well, yeah. But still, I mean, that's what I mean. That's That's why when you start picking... The extreme sides, you just get mired down in what you should or shouldn't be doing. Oh, I I, I agree you with you hundred percent. I, I just that, that's why it's like I'm so yeah. I don't I don't follow ten. Yeah, it's like it's like oh you know left. No, I don't like socialism. God damn it! I got to earn your shit. You know? Oh yeah, life is a fucking meritocracy. And then, and then and then when people hear me say that, it's like oh well, then you must believe this. No, I don't. You know, it's like. I don't follow one way or the other to an extreme, you know. I see the good and the bad in both sides. Yeah, and there's you know, you know, the, when the pendulum swings too far either way, it, it's it's not good for anybody. Exactly. 
I mean, uh, it, like the big thing going now, like the big, one of the big, uh, and this is going to be a huge, huge deal come November in the mm-hmm. midterm elections is Roe versus Wade being mm-hmm. overturned. Yeah. And now the states have the rights to decide, you know, abortion laws. Yep. And I don't know what side of the fence you fall on on it. I know what side of the fence I fall on on it. But there's a lot of frightening shit that mm-hmm. could go down if certain people are elected. Especially in, like, there's one, like, in the in the state of Pennsylvania, uh, there's a guy running for a governor, Doug Mastriano. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hardcore right winger, um, you know, Trump tard, hardcore right wing, no exceptions on the abortion law. Mm-hmm. That's fucking dangerous. Oh, yeah. It's, I, oh, I completely, honestly, yeah. And he is the, the one thing. And of course, the narrative that he likes, he is also one that's pushed that, you know, he wants to eliminate mail in ballots. Yeah. And it's like, you know, those have been a thing since elections have been a thing. It's not in the past four years, mail-in ballots have been new. Exactly. You know, and it's like, so, and when you say, and and, and I love it, it's like, and also it's like, well, you're going to eliminate them. You mean for overseas military as well? Right. It's like, well, no, not them. Well, don't say you're going to eliminate it then. You know? It's like, it's like, well, and what about for like an invalid that, you know, can't leave the house? Well, not, well, you, you, but, but the narrative, they, that's what, you know, people, certain people want to hear. Yeah. You know, because it's like mail-in ballots are the cause of all life's problems, which have been for hundreds of years a part a thing. Yeah. You know, and that's what I can't stand is when, you know, they take these stances just, you know, not, he might not even believe that. Maybe you don't know. I don't know. That's the thing because especially with anybody that's on the really hard left or right, they might not even believe what they're talking about. They're going to say it to get elected the best way. Cause all they want is the job. Right. They want the job and, and the ones that have it like to keep the job. Yeah. You know, it's, it's long past what's good for society. What's good. It's good for what's keeping your job. Yeah. The, the, the will of the people is the least Mm -hmm. of the considerations now. Yep. You know, and you're exactly right. Everybody, no matter if it's Democrat or Republican, it seems like they want to play to that far flung Mm -hmm. base, whether it's far left or far right. Yep. They want to appeal to the most radical. And I don't get it. I I honestly don't. Because I think the most radical on both sides are the majority of the people that vote. The people that are in the middle will sit there and say it doesn't matter who gets in, so they won't even go out. Right. See, I I do vote. I, oh, I, I do. Yes. I, I I absolutely vote. Now, my my buddy, well, our friend Andy Galgosi. Mm-hmm. Andy is as left as they come, mm-hmm. and I I love him to death. You know, and and I, him and I disagree on a lot of political things, but we would never, we've never allowed the discussions to turn ugly 
or to degenerate into name calling because I have more respect for Andy than that. And Andy has more respect for me than that. And it's, we're both better than that, you know, mm-hmm. than, than name calling. Yeah. And like what Andy did is really fucking brilliant. Um, he moved out to Utah and <clears throat> even though he's a Democrat, he's registered as a Republican. Yeah. And it's really smart because if he registers as a Republican, then he can do his bit to eliminate the far right, Mm -hmm. you know, by, by, by voting for the more moderate candidates. Yeah. It's a really smart thing. Mm -hmm. I actually thought of changing my political affiliation to Democrat Mm -hmm. to do the same thing. But the more and more I think about it, I'm going to stay a Republican. That way I can get rid of, you know, try to get rid of the far right, mm-hmm. the more the extreme on my party. Yeah, there's there's, you know, there's logic in however, you know, it, it needs it needs to however you want to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I for the most part now, I mean, it's it's so much fun when I get that ballot. Uh, I go online and I research. Me too. I I do, and I and I will I will always take experience over rookies, you know, because and I will I will I just go through as like well if you're like oh at judges especially we're always God how many judges do we freaking vote in all the time, my God yeah but also I research because they like to play with the words yeah on some of these referendums and you know it's like. It's it's funny how they don't explain them, you know, like one of them uh, many years back. And I remember this because someone like that's when they opened my eyes to it. It said something like, you know, you think the judges should get four weeks paid vacation. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, shit. Yeah, I get four weeks paid vacation. A judge should, too. You know, that's only fair. Yeah. What it really meant was, should the judges get four weeks additional paid vacation on top of like the twenty weeks they already have? And my, and if I would have, if they would have worded it, I was, hey, dude, dude, come on, there's a fucking limit here. Yeah, we got a backlog in the courts. How much vacation time do you need? Right. If I took that much vacation from work, they say maybe we don't need you. Yeah, yeah, you know. But they don't. It's handless. so when those referendums that like that come in or whatever we call them in this state. Yeah, I know ballot questions, yeah, referendums. Yeah. Every state has a different wording for it. I research what the hell it means. Yeah, because it doesn't ever mean what it actually says. And I think, in my and this is of course my opinion, if more people just stopped for five minutes, did a little bit of research on who they're voting for, you know, any side, whoever it is, and you pick the best, not just check, 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 pick the best one yeah. that fits with your values. I don't know. Maybe things would get a little nicer. It might. I mean, but the problem is in our in our society, people have gotten lazy, mm-hmm. and uh, even going to the ballot box where they'll just pick, the, just hit the blue button or the red button. Well, you can't do that in Pennsylvania anymore. They took that option away. Yes. And boy, did people get fired to fuck up. Oh yeah. You know, I never hit the. I never did one button or not. Me neither. And I've never, I've never voted straight party because, you know, it's it's not always. You don't have to do that. No. You know. No. 
And I like, I've never voted straight party. Even go, you know, going back, and I've been registered to vote since I'm 18. Yeah, so me 30 too. Years. I voted in every every election. I always felt it. back then, growing up Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witnesses don't vote. Right. So I always felt it was like a way to rebel. Yeah. You know, at that that was yeah voting. That's my rebelling. <laughs> How fucking pathetic. But but that's why I always did it. Right. You know, it it was like that was my way to just you know do something. Yeah. I mean, like let's just take our local government. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm personal friends with members of borough council. Okay. And I'm personal friends with our mayor. Mm-hmm. Okay. The one one of the members of borough council I'm personal friends with is Democrat. Right. Okay. And he does a fantastic job as a borough councilman and has for many years. And Chris will have my vote for as long as he continues to seek the office. Okay. Right. Now, Don, our mayor, is a Republican. Mm Mm-hmm. Don is a very good friend of mine. And Don, in the short time he's been mayor, has done a bang-up job. Even before he became mayor, when, you know, with the cleanup of the town. You know, he they would pick a block and just clean up. Mm. You know, things like that. Little things that showed that Don actually cares about our community. Yeah. And he does. Because I was, I was actually approached about running for mayor on the Democratic ticket. Yes, I was approached. By, it's, it's stunned silence. By but by, okay. By several people, and then you know, Don, I said, you know, no, Don's running, and Don's my mm. friend. I'm I'm not going to oppose him, and Don wants the job. Yeah. So you know, I and as long as Don continues to want the job, I will continue to vote for Don. Mm. You know, I've I've never voted a straight party ticket because it's fucking stupid. Um, it is. It is. It's blind voting. Yeah. I mean, there. I'm not going to lie. There have been times where I ended up voting mm-hmm. for, like, because, you know, I did not have a vested, I did not have a Democratic candidate that I could, in good conscience, vote for. Yeah. I vote my conscience. Mm-hmm. So there have been times when I have voted all Republican, but I've never gone in and just pushed a red button. Mm-hmm. Because I've done, I like you, I've done my research. Yeah. And I I owe it to myself to be an informed voter. Yeah, at least. And then and then you can say, well, you know, hey, this is, I understand. This is, you know, this is who I did. It's always, but it's so many judges. As I said, it's every ballot. Judges, judges, judges. Yeah. And I'm still, and I'm still, I want the world, I want Judge Dredd. I want that type of judge. That's what. I want. I just watched Dread. I, I, I listen. I mean, I know that's like, oh my god, authoritarian and oh red light. No, no, come on. Did you see what he did when the guy double parked? I want. That, oh, you're the, talking about you're talking about the Stallone, Stallone Dread. They're both great, though. I'm sorry, they're both great in their own way. Yes, Carl Urban did a great job. I that's the one I just and, watched. But still, oh god, I love the Stallone Dread and just like Rob Schneider's great. Yeah, man. it's like you know, I just. Just recently at game at game night did a a Stallone uh, I you know yeah I am the law <laughs> I never broke the law yeah I am the law 
Yeah, I mean, it's it. But I, I, oh God, I so want that. I so want that to happen because, you know, just judge right there. Just justice now. Yes. This court case stuff. Come on now. <laughs> Immediate sentence. Three years in the ISO cubes. Gone. Yep, yeah. Done. You know, and I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. You can't say that as a Democrat. Right. Don't, so don't think of me as that. Right. Don't put me in that box. Think about it, though. Think think about that. Think about the system, like the mega city system, okay? The judges, mm-hmm. where they are literally judge, jury, and executioner. Yep. That, I mean, it's a, I mean, it obviously the world of 2000 AD <laughs> is a complete dystopia. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's you know after a, after a nuclear holocaust, you have Mega City One and Mega City Two. Yep, the coastal cities. Okay, in between is a barren cursed, wasteland cursed called the Cursed Earth, and the only thing keeping Mega City One and Mega City Two in order are the judges, mm-hmm. and they have the power and the authority to dispense justice on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, and you can't go wrong with judges like Max Van Sydow. No, yeah, you know? no. He was I, he, I I loved him as the Supreme Justice in you know in the Stallone Judge Dread. My biggest like my I I love the Stallone Judge Dread for the camp and for Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is a fucking rock star in that movie. Yep, uh, especially when he's hiding in the servo droid. Yes, <laughs> eat recycled food. It's good for the planet and okay for you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Rob Schneider's great in that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only real issue I had with the Stallone version of Judge Dredd is two things. First, first off, there was no side Judge Anderson. Okay. Okay, there was no side Judge Anderson. And we needed Anderson. Mm-hmm. She's such an integral part of, of, the, the, oh, yeah. of the world of 2008. And one thing that you never, ever saw in the comic mm. happened, what, 15 minutes into the movie? Yeah. When Judge Dredd takes his fucking helmet off and yeah. you see his face? Yeah, well, they cast Stallone. They had to do that. Exactly. I get it. It was Stallone. Yeah. The Carl Urban uh, Dread. okay? The, the movie was just called Dread. I yeah. just watched it again a few days ago. One of my favorite comic book adaptation movies. Fucking amazing. Carl Urban does such a good job as Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. And he plays it so accurately to the comic. You never see Dredd's face. Mm-hmm. He's nothing but business the whole time. And he's relentless. Yep. And he's not going to stop until he gets his man. Or in the case of yeah. the movie his woman he gets until he gets mama mm-hmm. and it, it's it's such a great movie yeah. i wish they would have done a sequel i liked them i thought they were doing a sequel they i mean i, I could have sworn i read something it was like they're doing something with judge death it started and stopped so many times oh. it's ridiculous i don't know who you would get to play judge death nowadays though because cumberbatch yeah, yeah, Cumberbatch might be okay because years ago there was talk about Alice Cooper as Judge if, Death. If if you if yeah, if you saw Doctor Strange, the Madness thing, Sam Raimi could make him a good Judge Death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you 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 kind of had. I mean, 
like in the in the Stallone dread, you had Judge Rico. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> no. Armand Asante. Yeah. Uh, you had Judge Rico. You know, it was uh, come to find out. You know, Dread was a clone, and he was, and Rico was his bio, was his brother, and yada yada yada. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you know, I mean, Armand Asante was a total fucking, totally fucking ham fisted that role, but it yes. worked. Oh my god, he chewed the goddamn scenery, and it was awesome. Oh my god, oh, you, you ain't shitting. Uh, but it, you know, I mean, Armand Asante as Judge Rico worked. Yeah. Um. I don't know who you would get. I don't, now I'm thinking about Cumberbatch, though, as yeah. as Judge I Death. Lo- I want the ABC robots in it again, too. Yes. Those are so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> what is our mission? We're going to war. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Judge, the the I, I wish they would have struck when the iron was still hot mm-hmm. to do a, a sequel to, to Dread. Yep. Because um, yeah, there was a lot of unresolved shit. At the end of that movie, because Anderson thought she failed. Yeah. You know, because she lost her weapon, was taken mm-hmm. prisoner. But, you know, everything, you know, she got her weapon back and, you know, everything worked out good. And the the chief justice comes up and asks Dredd if she passes or fails. And Dredd says she's a pass. So we've got that mm-hmm. unresolved thing. You know, w- you know, what's side Judge Anderson going to do? You know, Dread is Dread gonna go after her and tell her, "Hey, you passed, rookie." Mm-hmm. You know, and then we have the continuation of what was, you know, a years long saga in 2000 AD of Dread and Anderson. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, what could have been, yeah, what should have been. Yeah, I think that if well, they did make it Dread, but I mean, I I think it's so niche sometimes that it's like, yeah, it almost it it is it really I almost said it almost is, but it really yeah. is. I mean, people like you and I who who know 2000 AD. Yeah. And, or, or, like, I'll be honest. I was introduced to the character of Judge Dredd by Anthrax. Me too. But that's the, the song, only I, reason I knew it. By I Am the Law. Yeah. Okay. I I listened to I Am the Law, and I'm like, this is fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. So I went and I found some 2000 AD comics. You know, I mean, and I'm talking back in the 80s. Yeah. You know, I started reading some of the 2000 AD comics and I'm like, this is really fucking good. And, you know, I became a fan of Judge Dredd ever since. And amazing in a three minute song, they encapsulated everything yeah. about the character. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> it was- yeah. And and about the about the world. Yeah. You know, uh, you know. About about mega city and the sob states. Yeah, you know, it, it, you 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 find out about about Judge Dredd and Drudge Anderson, mm-hmm. um, the sob states and the Apocalypse War yeah. and all of the shit in three and a half minutes. Yep, they even they named the lawgiver. Yeah, you know, it's like my God, it's like it's just amazing that Scott was able to just do that. Yeah, but yeah, I I I think and I absolutely love those. So another movie though I just saw it this is a movie that failed in the box office okay but I'm gonna recommend it to you and anybody else The Northman The Northman yes okay it is a Viking saga okay and it is uh, Alexander Sarsgaard's in it okay uh, the guy that played the mountain in Game of Thrones okay easily recognizable Bjork okay um, and 
Um, shit, the guy that played the Green Goblin in Spider-Man. Um, da, 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 with the da, da, teeth da. and the eyes and the Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is in it. It is an absolutely brilliant movie. If you like anything Norse mythology, okay. I was absolutely captivated by it. I loved every minute of it. The Northman. The Northman. It's on Peacock. Okay. So it's a two and a half hour, two hour, 15 minute movie. Okay. It is absolutely brilliant. Well, when you came in, I was watching, I was, I was just at the end of The Orphan. Mm-hmm. I'd been hearing good things about it. And being a horror aficionado, I figured maybe I should finally check this out. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. It was a really, really good movie. And not knowing the twist. Yeah. Made it that much better. Yeah. There's some really good stuff. Clerks 3 is coming out. Yes, I cannot wait for that. I love, I you know, I know I sometimes say Kevin Smith really just overplays his hands. I love the premise. I love, the, I absolutely love the premise of the movie. That it's a movie about him making a movie about a movie. Right. Jesus Christ, it's Inception. I love it. Yes. Do it Do it up, my man. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, he's doing a... Him and Muse are doing a tour. Yeah, I've seen some uh, stills from it. Yeah, him and Muse are doing a tour. If they come around, we should check it. Check it, Check into it. Yeah, he... <laughs> yeah, Kevin Smith fans are crazy. They love their... They love their Kevin Smith stories. Oh, yeah. He's, he's not one to say his wife didn't give a shit. His wife's not a Kevin Smith fan. No. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Which I think is awesome. No, Jen, Jen's not a Kevin Smith fan. Harley is, though. Yeah, she, but she likes to pick on the old man, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I, yeah. Lo- I, I love a good Kevin Smith story. Yeah, I do, too. I'm a big fan of, I'm a big fan of pretty much anything Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, you know, of course, you know, the, the, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot was... That was it, uh, strikes that, back. I didn't really care for, and reboot was reboot was just masturbatory. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. Not, it was like it wasn't a musty. My favorite one's always been Dogma. Yeah, uh, Lisa actually saw Chasing Amy before I did, and didn't know about the other stuff. Oh, really? I didn't watch Chasing Amy because I was a little bit upset at Mallrats. Yeah. <laughs> I loved Mallrats. Yeah, well, that was a, I was upset at it because it it wasn't Clerks. Yeah, and I got a little bit upset at it, so I was like, "Well, I'm writing off Kevin Smith." Yeah, and then Chasing Amy came out, and then after Dogma, though, I saw Dogma. I was like, "Okay, well, then I'll go backwards." Yeah, as I'm watching Chasing Amy, Lisa, oh, I've seen this one. I'm like, "Well, oh, Jesus Christ, what the hell?" Yeah, Dogma was great. Yes. Do- Dogma was a lot of fun. And I, I, I like the idea of him casting Alanis Morissette as God. Oh, yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yep. Yeah. It's The whole movie is awesome. And, of course, God loves skee-ball. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's good. I mean, I love uh, skee-ball's the best. Oh, shit. Um, another thing I wanted to mention to you that you should check out. Um, you know Vice TV. I've heard of it. They, okay, they did the Dark Side of the Ring yes. series and the Dark Side of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Dark Side of the 90s has got some pretty good stuff. But now they started a new series called The Dark Side of Comedy. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, there's two episodes have been released. Okay. The first one was Chris Farley. Ah. Great episode. The second one was Dice. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Very good episode. Okay. Um, I recommend checking it out. The Dark Side of Comedy. 
Okay. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, of I mean the the guys behind Dark Side of the Ring are not behind this. Yeah. It's just that like the name the no, name recognition. Yes. Yeah, Vice is using name recognition because I think actually Dark Side of the Ring is done. Okay. I think they're gonna be I think they're gonna be done with that. But those guys have actually uh, they're teaming up with The Rock. Okay. To do another series for Vice, uh, Tales from the Territories. Okay. So that should be yeah, interesting. Because weirdly enough, that I've, I've there's a series on YouTube, and I'm I'm abs- now I'm absolutely sure it's a direct ripoff, the darker side of the ring. Yes, I watched. I've watched. Per- and, yeah, no, and I was like, I was like, well, is that a sequel? Is that a new thing? I was like, no, that's it's by a, a Canadian company. It's a Canadians. Uh, yep, it's fucking Canadians. Um, uh, called original wrestling documentaries. Okay. And like some of the darker side of the ring stuff is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just released one on Daphne. Yeah. Um, and like that, that tale shit, that was a fucking tragic, mm. tragic tale. You know, I mean, she was, you know, you know, the, right there is, you know, if, I wish she could have gotten some help mm-hmm. or felt you know, that she could have reached out to somebody with her mental issues. Yeah. You know, um, cause she, you know, to be, if you don't know the story, she, uh, she was a wrestling valet and sometime wrestler. And, uh, she had gotten injured in, uh, working for TNA and she had, she had her problems with, uh, you know, mental illness and depression and things like that. Mm. And she ended up losing her battle with her demons. Mm. And it's, you know, it's just a tragic story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the darker side of the ring stuff on YouTube is really good. Uh, there was another series on YouTube called behind the Titan Tron. Okay. Where they talk about, you know, some of like the WWE scandals and things like that. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen anything about the Vince Hush Money scandal yet. That too, too early. Yes, yeah, too early. It's yeah. too early. Um, but yeah. Um, check out the Dark Side of Comedy. It's good stuff. I might have to. I might have to look at that. Yeah. yeah. And the Dark Side of the '90s is good too. There's a lot of good it's stuff. It's all grunge stuff, isn't it? No, <laughs> no. Like the one episode that was one of the better episodes is uh, MTV in the Real World. Oh my God. Yes. They talk about the first few seasons of the Real World. I have I have read some I have I read the one book on the first Real World and damn, they that whole show was a whole different show before that. Oh yeah, with people with people basically they were just they were it was it was very scripted in the beginning, right? And they were trying to and a lot of the people just rebelled and said, look, this shouldn't be scripted, but a lot of that footage remained. Yeah, you know, it's like so it wasn't. As much as I love the first real world, a lot of it was not true. No. The second and third one yeah. are the ones that everybody hangs their hat on. Because mm-hmm. those were the first real, real ones. Yeah, where people got kicked out for... Yeah, like uh, like season three mm-hmm. uh, with Puck. Ooh. If there was ever... If there was ever a person who deserved to be booted out of the fucking Jesus. house, it was him. Puck was extreme by my standards. Yeah. I you mean, know. he just a fucking garbage human being. He he was, and and unfortunately, 
at that era, I mean, be, that people were thriving on that. Yeah. You could be a garbage human being and not really hurt yourself. No. But, the, I mean, the thing is, and it, I'm not in any way justifying it, but it was a different time than now. Oh, yeah. I mean, we didn't know what we know now about HIV and AIDS. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Carlos, I think... Uh, Pedro. Pedro. Uh, Pedro. The... Um, you know, he was he was an HIV positive, twenty two year old guy mm-hmm. or twenty one at the time, uh, and you know Puck was just this fucking douchebag. The you know talk you know about talking shit about being having to live with a dirty gay guy, mm-hmm. and you know all this other fucking horse shit. And it came down to Pedro gave the house an ultimatum. Yep, either. Puck's got to go or I've got to go. And who are you going to pick? Are you going to pick the fucking douchebag? Yeah. Or are you going to pick, you know, this, you know, the, the, the kid who's trying to educate people about a fucking deadly disease. And the strange part is, I mean, I'm sure to an MTV executive, I mean, it was, it was a ratings, just cash grab because everybody wanted to see the story of Pedro, how he lives with this. It was, I think one of the first, like, uh, same-sex relationships that yeah. was just on TV yep. with no apologies, no writing. It was like this is who he is. Yeah, and they they even and, had they even had their commitment ceremony yeah. on the show, and it was wonderful. But then on the opposite side, you had people who would just tune in to see what havoc Puck is gonna, yep, rate, you know, do this season. What's he gonna do today? Yeah, you know. And it was like I'm sure when that ultimatum was given, I'm sure that they were like, oh, you know, you know. We're going to lose one of our cash grabs. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I can't say I blame Pedro one bit mm-hmm. for what he, for what he did. And I know because I was still watching it at that, that time, they did a reunion show. Uh-huh. I want to say five years later. I don't remember how many years later, but Puck got ushered out. Yeah. I don't think Pedro was alive anymore. No, Pedro had passed away. But he had started just talking shit, and the cartoonist, um, blank, Judd. Judd and his wife. Yeah. Um, pretty much, no, this isn't happening. And they talked to the producer. I want him gone. He's gone. And they said, you have to leave. And he was an asshole all the way out the door. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, MTV being MTV, kept the cameras on him as he's ranting and raving outside of the reunion. Yeah. You know, where no one can hear him anymore, but the cameras stay on him. Yeah. You know, there is a point when I sometimes think that we got to stop keep giving attention whores attention you're not kidding it's like these fucking social media influencers yeah. just ignore them isn't that us <laughs> aren't we influencers now not yet no but I, I i i completely agree especially stop giving yeah you know what it's not a freedom of speech thing stop giving assholes a platform right <laughs> like, i mean i mean well to be to be fair we're assholes True, but we're funny assholes. Yeah, there's a difference. But we're, and and we're we're not here harming anybody. We we're not honestly. Our goal is never to upset people. No, if it happens, it can happen. Yeah, it can there, happen. There are people out there that like post grunge, and and pre grunge and pre grunge. We'll get we'll get mad at us for some of the things we say, but it's not like I we we start the show up 
I mean, I have a little pre-meeting and say, okay, today here's where we're gonna piss off. Right. No, I mean, if you get if you get if you legitimately get upset at something we say, it's not our intention to do that. It, yeah. It, what we want you to do when you listen to us, what the three of us and I can I think I can speak for Jim on this too, but what the three of us want you to do is have a laugh, mm-hmm. think a little bit. And maybe discover something new, whether yeah. it's music, a TV show, uh, a, a game, whatever. Anything. You know, and, and keep your mind free and open. Yeah. And if you disagree with what we say, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I disagree with uh, with things Bill says. Bill th- disagrees with things I say. Eric doesn't like the way I hold a hammer. <laughs> no. You use a hammer. You use the entire <laughs> fucking handle of the hammer. <sighs> Leverage control. Exactly. Now, we, we, Eric and I, we do disagree on, a, a, on many things, but we also, we kind of choose sometimes not to air all that. No, we Be- don't. Because we do, if we just had a whole show of us being assholes to each other, like continuously not funny assholes, we wouldn't even have fun with it anymore. No, I, I wouldn't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I bring up Tom Rello because I know it irritates him. Right. <laughs> And then I just, I just, you know, shoot holes and, in. And then, and then he'll sit there. I always take ten board games. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then I'll pick on the guy that owns six hundred board games. But I know I can have a laugh at it. I, I know, I know where I stand in the social community. Right. You know, you've got six hundred board games. I've got fifteen fucking guitars. Wait. <laughs> I'll announce it when I hit seven hundred because it's getting close. Nice. I had two show up today. Nice. <laughs> One of them is in a box. Oh, oh, bigger than that amplifier, but just it's a huge box. Okay. And the other is football. First and goal. Ooh. Yep, it's football. I bought it. There's actually a team, an expansion team uh-huh. that called the Bombers. Nice. I'm fucking buying it. Nice. <laughs> uh, so Ryan got a game this weekend. Yeah, we're we're going to the, we're going to Hoofty Bowl tomorrow. Hoofty Bowl. Yeah, versus Palmer. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's tomorrow night. Yep, we're go we're going to that. Is it up at Palmer? It's it- up at Palmerton. We're gonna be there, and I get to see all the people that I still don't talk to. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and free pierogies. They got pierogies. Pierogies. Yeah, and then we have a game on Sunday. Nice against Monroe. And oh God, Ryan is. When when do you, when do you guys have a home game? To, um, Sunday. Okay. Yep, it's on Sunday where we have a home game. It's it's every other week and Sunday's our home game, and uh, I'm I'm doing tickets out front. Okay, so I get to be a bouncer. So I've already I've already made the claim. If you're wearing Eagles gear, get the fuck off my field. Lisa, I need to borrow. A no, 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 no. I don't mean football. I'm talking like Don Henley and those guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because fuck the end of innocence and all that shit. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> You know I love the Eagles, you prick. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe I'll no. uh, may, maybe I'll I'll work my way down to the field Sunday. Yeah, hey, no, I'm yeah. We're, we're at, for the first half. Me and we're working we're working the tickets, which I I think is hilarious because it's like I'm just yeah. I'll, I'll pick. I had to, you have to pick certain things to do. Uh huh. And I picked like tickets, spirit wear, and I'm working the concession stand. Maybe I picked three things before I found out all I needed to pick two things. Right. And then I'm like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Because I love I as I say, you know, the youth sports thing. Yeah, I, we've we've done it so many times. It's like, 
the people that the parents that sit on their fucking asses are the ones that bitch. You know, they will sit there and it's like, you know, it's like, oh, we, we need people to do this. We need people to do that. So, so listen, I signed up for three things when I was only supposed to be two. I don't care. I'll work the shit. I don't mind it. But it's like you can't. And he say, and then, of course, we know who hasn't signed up. I said, well, make it mandatory. Yeah. Say you, you're working this now. Yeah. You know, but you, I want to watch my kid. Look, look, no Heisman trophies are being given out today. You're on, you're on chain gang. You want to watch your oh, kid? God, you're on chain a, gang. That's the last one I wanted to do. Oh, chain gang. Oh my God. I did it. I don't want to be, honestly, I don't want to be responsible for like, you know, figuring out where shit's at. Yeah. But I, Joe chain gang, I didn't want to do, and I did not want to do like the rotation stuff. Yeah. Because I'm bad with numbers. And I would, I'd be afraid that I accidentally put in 87 when it was 78. Yeah. And that'd be an oops. What, um, so what team does, what team does Ryan play on? He's on the uh, varsity, um, boosters. Okay. Yes. So good, Cause like when, when Randy played, it was all by weight. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, like I, I always it knew. It still is. Okay. Yeah. Cause Randy, uh, like, well, Randy played on the one thirties uh-huh. and they always played last. Yeah. So. It was like flags, then 85s, 110s, yeah. 130s. It's still by weight, but they don't call them that. It's flags, competitive flags, JV, and varsity. Okay. And it still goes by that, but it's like they don't call it that. So, yeah. And, um, yeah, he, he made, he's on varsity, so next year he'll be doing junior high if he, if he continues on. Yeah. Which I think he will because, Jesus Christ, he loves it so much. Good. I mean, he's a guard. And to watch him, I mean, he he will push those defenders back. He got an award for last the last game. Nice, because he him and another uh, guy did a pancake block, uh-huh. which allowed the touch, which allowed a touchdown. Nice. And man, he knows football. He's, does, he's irritatingly knows football. Does he? What does he play on defense? He doesn't play defense. Oh, yep. Wow. He's a guard. He is a guard. He he plays plays guard. That's what he's he's trained in, and he does nice. And he man, he when when the ball goes, I mean, he just smacks the person in front of him, and it's just like they do not move. Nice. And it's his stubbornness. I love it. Good, 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 good. And I said, um, well, I, I didn't tell him this, but you know, if he if he continues it to the high school level, uh huh. Um, if he his freshman year. I'll buy him an Eagles jersey with his name on it. Nice. And number. Nice. Now, of course, he's number 38. Uh-huh. And I think that's actually... That's somebody famous, I think. Wasn't that Brian Dawkins' number? Yeah. Some, yeah, I know it was somebody. But I'm going to buy him a salt. And when, he doesn't have any... Now, a lot of those kids have superstitions with numbers. Yeah. Which is... I don't want to say funny, because, hell, I understand it. Yeah. You know, there's some kids that have been playing the for four years now. Yeah. With the same number. And... They've already been told when you get to the next level, you might not get that number. Yeah. But whatever number Ryan has, freshman year, yeah, he's getting that jersey. Nice. I'm going to bite the bullet and get him a jersey with salt on it. Nice. Well, got an hour and a half in. Okay. All right. You want to call it? Sure. All right. Um. So, hopefully next week, Jim, the Jimmer will be back. Yeah, he better or he's fired. Yeah. No, it's just... Yeah, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> so, all right, until next week, uh, this, this has been Oh No, Not Them. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. Uh, Jim's not here. So <laughs> see, see you later, motherfuckers. <laughs>